Welcome to the Spicy Boys Podcast. Let's get spicy. We are back. Back in the studio. 57 down. One more to go. And we're done. No, we're not done. No, we're not done. We're never done. For this week. Yeah. Uh, we're on episode 58 of the Spicy Boys podcast. We're in Brad's studio, a.k.a. the Chill Zone. It, it definitely has a Chill Zone yeah. uh, vibe right now. A.K.A. the freezer. Yeah, like that movie. A.K.A. the oven. A.K.A. the icebox. <laughs> and we're back here to talk about movies and beer with you. Um, It's been a while. Been been two weeks. A couple weeks. Yeah. yeah. South by happened. South by happened, which is why we had to take the week off. Yeah, but well, no, we didn't take it off, but yeah. from, from podcasting. Yeah, so. I'm glad South by is over, but at the same time, can't wait for next South by. <laughs> is that always the feeling you get? Yeah, yeah. It's like you get through, you're like you're doing it, and you're just like Ugh. part of it. You you love doing it, but then it's so stressful. You hate it. Yeah, but then you come back, and you're like, can't wait till next year. Plus let's, the plus the paychecks. Should we explain the listener what is South? I get this. I get this question all the time. People think, oh, who's uh, who's playing at South by Southwest? I don't think people have. They don't know what the. Is, it's not a music festival. Scope of, yeah. Um, I think South by is one of the largest attended festivals because it's yeah. such a large. When is it festival? Like because it's it it's is, like a it's a mega festival. Yeah, like. It's music, yeah. film, interactive gaming. Yeah. I think and now even politics. Politics. Jeez. Um, I tell everything. You, it's. I tell people, um, have you ever been to a convention? Yeah. Imagine a, a convention center, but instead of having all this stuff, music, film, interactive, tech, all this stuff happening in this center, spread them out in an entire city. Mm. The whole downtown area. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but like it's it's yeah. For people don't know, it's like they have the music section, which is oh, it's whole. It's it's its own world, and then gaming. Yeah, it's, its own world. Films, its own thing, and you can buy badges to go to each one of those or everything. And then outside of that, there's all these unofficial yeah. events that people just tag on. It's during the week. Probably one of the one of the uh, yeah one of the best um, events where you can actually explore the city. Right, because not every I don't know event or party is happening in one place, so you gotta. And if if you're a planner, it helps a lot if you don't have any badge, because all of the free stuff. But you gotta like you, you, you gotta, you know, you gotta work out your schedule. Yeah, you gotta know where to be. You, you can go to South by yeah without paying a single dollar for the ticket. Yeah. Oh, I went to a. I did want go to one thing. Yeah. Yeah, I went to Canada House on Rainy Street. They just let you in, like they look at you. Yeah, that guy's Canadian. No, actually, like <laughs> they had like a filmmaker talk, and I like RSVP'd to the event, 
And like I showed up and they're like, let me see your badge. And I was like, oh, I RSVP'd on the website. And they like kind of looked at me for a second. And they're like, just go in. And I was like, all <laughs> right, <laughs> thanks, buddy. <laughs> people, okay, so people um, uh, think about, okay, if, if I don't have a badge, I, I, if I want to get into this party or this event, I get either RSVP, maybe months ahead to get in the list. But once like, once you're in, in, the, in, in the middle of South By, it doesn't matter. It's all up to the door guy. To like right. whether or not whether you get in or not, yeah. So, I mean, some places are really strict, and they will never let anyone in, yeah, yeah. without a badge. But yeah, you can sweet talk a lot of people. Yeah, uh, rainy shoe was crazy. Did you go down there at all? No, dude. I was I was in Fader Fort for most of the week, so that's right, right there by uh, uh, East Seven by the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was I was stuck there. Uh, but yeah, I heard, I heard rainy is. Um, I mean, it was crazy. Like I was walking down the street and there was like 10 different, like they had a Snapchat lounge and like a, what's that? What's that thing where you like sign up for a month? You pay like a monthly fee to like support your podcasts and stuff. Oh, um, Patreon, Patreon. Pa- they had a oh, Patreon house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, I was the Snapchat one was the one that got me though. I was like, they had their own whole house where people could just take Snapchats at. Did you go to the Game of Thrones exhibit? No, no, I can't give blood. I heard you didn't have to give blood. I heard you could still go, but it was probably going to be a longer wait. Oh, uh, like, oh, you don't want to wait in oh, line? Oh, I read about that. I heard, yeah. like, yeah. I heard it was like optional, but I heard that like it, it was <laughs> a really, really long wait to get in. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> you want to skip the line? What blood type are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't give blood, period, though. Why? You want to talk about it? Or you want to skip over this question? No, it, it's oh. not that bad. I'm oh. just um, no, uh, so when I lived overseas, when I lived in Scotland and England, uh, that was when the Mad Cow scare happened. And Mad Cow is completely untraceable by a blood test. So instead of like having people tested for it, they just don't let anybody who's lived over there between like this like certain time frame you just can't you're not allowed to donate blood in the u.s legally yeah so you have like special yeah you're like i am legend i get a hall pass what if i got mad cow though i always think about that i don't even understand what mad cow is i just it's like this disease that causes cows to go crazy what's it do to humans same thing make you go sick no, like or you go crazy, sick. like it's like a really degenerative brain thing. It's like rabies. You start foaming out the mouth. I don't know. What if I've you just start mooing? Moo. <laughs> <laughs> you start falling asleep uh, upright. <laughs> no, I think those are horses. <laughs> cows might too. Cows, yeah. cows fall asleep. That's, that's, yeah, that's why you cow tipping. Oh, <laughs> Never been cow tipping. No man, you were tipping a cow patty. Is that shit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you throw a cow patty. You're you're eating a mud wait, pie. Wait, wait, wait. Throw. Uh, wait, what? Nothing. Eat a mud pie. Mm-hmm. Is that cow shit? Yeah. They don't tell you until afterwards. Wait, the. But I mean, you can mud- smell it before you eat it. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of grass though. <laughs> yeah. They eat a lot of grass. <laughs> grass fed. Uh, see. No, that's uh. That's some, that's some crazy white white people stuff right there. <laughs> you ever you ever milked a cow? Oh yeah, 
and goat. And what about bull? <laughs> bull? Yeah. Milk the bull? Oh, <laughs> you're talking about semen. What does he say in Meet the Fockers? He's like, I got nipples. Can you milk me? Yeah, I have nipples. Milk the teats. <laughs> Scrub the teats. How do we get all this talk? <laughs> South by. So that's South by. Uh, a lot, of, South a lot of cow milking and bull yeah. milking Jeez. happening. So whenever you're in Austin around March, yeah. Expect a lot of cow tipping. A lot of traffic, too. Yeah. I do have to say the, the scooters around town were actually like, which I didn't take because I avoided South by this year. But mm. um, people were loving it, man. They can get from oh, A to B place. really quick with those yeah. scooters. Yeah, but then I saw that um, they they made it like a post. Most, all the scooters, Bird, uh, Uber, all of them said like they didn't want their scooters. It was like a, a law that they implemented where you can, can't like leave them at certain spots on Sixth Street. Yeah, so people didn't know what to do, so they just started piling them up. I saw that, and then they photo. made a giant pile of them. <laughs> they were like Austin, like APD was taking pictures with it. It was mm. this giant scooter mound. Or it looked mountain. like an art installation. Yeah. Jesus People started Christ. making up names for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of an interesting uh interesting year with that stuff. But yeah, it's uh starting to be like the the live music capital world and uh electric electric scooter capital of the world. No kidding. <laughs> I mean yeah, I like them, but yeah, it, it needs to be all, needs to be regulated yeah. somehow. Regulators. So we're warming up. With yeah. Milwaukee's best. The red, white, and blue. <laughs> the red, white, and blue. Red, white, and blue, blue and true. The official beer of a lot of movie characters. Yeah. So, why are we warming up with this beer, Ryan? Why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> why? Why well, the ribbon? Why the ribbon? So, normally, if you know if you know the Spicy Boys well enough, you know that we usually warm up with Lone Star. But today, we're drinking... We've got Pabst Blue Ribbon on our mind. We got a taste for a living. We're drinking cold blue ribbon because we got Pabst Blue Ribbon on our mind. <laughs> um, anyways, so the reason that we are drinking this is that it is a point of contention in the movie between the two main characters on what kind of beer they like. One's a PBR man and one's a Heineken man. <laughs> and... One character feels very strongly about which one you should be drinking. What kind of beer do you want? Heineken. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Paps Blue Ribbon. Golly, I, I've never seen somebody like. And it's funny because if you think about it, like PBR is usually like the choice of like the cool, chill dude, right? You know, like uh, Gran Torino. He's drinking PBRs. You know, right. I'm trying to think. Of, there was a couple other movies that I was trying to think of that they drink PBR, but it's always like a chill. But not, not our guy. Not our guy, Frank. Not Frankie. So the movie that I chose is David Lynch's Blue Velvet. So I just blue. so blue. I wanted to do. I've been wanting to do a David Lynch movie for a while. They're not the easiest movies to watch. <laughs> or understand. And, or, yeah, or understand. <laughs> this wasn't too bad. But. but I feel like out of all of his movies, 
I definitely think this is up there as one of the most disturbing. But I think it's the least confusing. Like the storyline right, right. is really yeah. straightforward. Yeah. So I, I didn't want to like over that one. I didn't want to get into a conversation about Mulholland Drive because I feel like we would go and like get in like fifteen minutes and then be like, "Oh my god, yeah, it just didn't make sense." <laughs> yeah, that would be hours and hours of just going in a loop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to answer your own question, why? Yeah. Um, but I get what you said. Yeah, this movie, it, I felt you know I'm comfortable. Oh yeah. Multiple times. You should. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't feel uncomfortable in that movie, then there's there might be something wrong with you. All right. I'm going to go get the first beer. The f- the first beer. The first beer. Where's the uh, glasses? I'll grab that. So Ryan brought a sampler pack starting off the PBR. Um, this is pr- yeah. While Ryan's grabbing the first beer, um, so PBR is a uh, very cl- uh close to uh, my heart because when I was in Orlando working at the um the sports bar, after every shift, you ice got- cold PBR. You you would go buy them or you would just drink them there. I would put it on my tab and take it off my check. But I was a server, so I wasn't making very much. So basically, I was working to just drink PBR. Wait, did you have that much PBR when you worked there? Yo, yeah. Really? That's what you do, man. Man, that's funny. That's 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 the hosp- hospitality world right there. I knew that you were definitely a um, PB. Like, when you moved to Austin, anytime we'd go out, we, went, mm. we would always have PBR for, like, yeah. probably three years. I mean, we'd yeah. have Lone Stars occasionally, but then there was a definite... Oh yeah, that was my slow transition to Tall Lone Star Tall Boys to PBR from PBR to Pine House Pizza (laughs) Electric Jellyfish. (laughs) Well, I do have to say, there's still a place in my heart for any bar that gives you a two dollar Lone Star PBR with a shot of well whiskey, or a five dollar or five dollar combo with Tall Boy PBR Lone Star with a shot of whiskey. Those places you talking about the lunchbox special, the lunchbox special. Any place that has that still in Austin, they have a special place in my heart because I feel like that's kind of preserving what these dive bars like. What makes a bar a bar? Yeah, Mm, not always a seven dollar craft beer. I yeah. love we, we, everyone knows we love beer, but man, sometimes we love just, our craft beer. But sometimes just, it's nice to drink a cold blue ribbon, yeah, you know. It is, it won a lot of awards I mean, over a hundred years ago. That's a streak. That's <laughs> I don't think it's won many awards <laughs> since then. Hey, it doesn't need to every time I drink it, it wins something. So they already, they already proved themselves. Yeah. What else uh, do you have to prove? All right, so, Ryan, what's all right. uh, what so, you got here? got two beers for us all right who which um so i'm gonna start out with the fugarillo it's a lightly golden dry hopped sour uncultured ale (laughs) it's got a nice like basic you know like tractor looks like old americana and but uh, i was told from our boy jody that this is a funky beer. Shout out to Jody. Witchcraft and H- ATX. 
Ooh, look at that. You say it was a sour golden ale? A light golden dry hopped sour. Oh, I'm excited. I love sours. I know you. Oh man, I didn't crack a cold one with the spicy boys. I thought you were gonna crack a. No, beer. we can we we can we yeah, can toast we'll do it on the next one. You guys hear? Oh, that? it smells amazing. It smells sour. It's yeah. supposed to. Yeah, he he says real funky. All right. So, all right. Cheers. So if you're listening in, you want to toast with the spicy boys. Now's the time to go ahead and pop that top or crack that cold one with the spice boys. Fugario sour. Whoa. That is sour. It tastes like it came out of... It tastes like a David Lynch movie. <laughs> exactly what it does. <laughs> the reason I chose this, this beer is because, it, well, like Jody said, it was really funky. He, he hadn't seen the movie before. before. But it just the the label itself has that like old school Americana, just like yeah. basic like, yeah. and then it's but behind it is something kind of really it's, weird and strange. And I think if there's anything to say that's the theme of this movie, it's about how like the old facade of like American culture and like the the you know the pristine lawns and the you know. The nuclear family, yeah, like behind it was something really, really dark and twisted. <laughs> Sorry, watching John. <laughs> He's definitely the lead. I feel like I'm definitely the sour person out of the group. With Ryan being second, Joff being yeah. last. Yeah, I'm open. I'm open. <laughs> I kind of like it. I do too, but I can tell. I can tell Joff. <laughs> He's struggling. Joff's faces. Do you sip sour beer or do you? Because I feel like. Well, I feel like I need to sip it. Maybe because I'm not I feel like the sour beers. The more I pull it, like the more I drink it, yeah. the better off I am. So like the bigger gulps that I get, like I get more used to it. And right. so it's it's not as like I don't know, I don't get that bitter beer face. Well, I think it's yeah, your taste buds are kind of already past that sour point to where it's like kind of an easier drink after that. Kind of reminds me of eating. Remember those atomic warheads back in exactly. the day? Exactly. That's, yep, that's one. <laughs> but I, I, I love the smell. I love the uh, the aroma. That's mm. <laughs> beer talk for you. All right. All right, I am excited to talk about this movie with you guys. All right, all right. Well, let's. You want to just go ahead and do log lines? Yeah, let's do log lines. <sighs> Damn it! All right, there we go. Thirty um, seconds. Who's I think uh, Brad's gonna go first. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Good. Oh man! All right, here we go. This is Bradley. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> Bradley Jordan. Oh man! What is your logline for Blue Velvet? Go. A young man comes across an ear <laughs> on his after he uh, just visited his father at the hospital, which sets him on a journey of trying to figure out what has happened and do some really creepy stuff. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was good. That was awful. No, I, <laughs> That's I was running yeah. out of time. I was running out of time. Oh, man. Ah, oh, jeez. 
right. I want to go again. I'll go next. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You want to go again? No, I just left out like everything. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. All right. ear, that you want to go next, Ryan? Yeah. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Cheers. Go. When a young man, when a young college man returns to his hometown after his father falls ill in the hospital, he finds a severed ear which sets him off on a detective course finding the dark underbelly of the seemingly pleasant town that he grew up in. What? That's what I said. <laughs> that's 20 seconds, dude. You know, you know, that's what I said. I just no, didn't yeah. quite get there. No, I, I knew where you were going. I actually really that's what happens where you, when you go. That's what happens it. when you yeah. go, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Have okay. you noticed for okay. me to, to do stuff like this, like if I ever had to actually do a log line, I would have to spin. Like I have to write things out. Mm. I'm oh, bad yeah. about coming up with stuff on the man. Spot. I honestly, weakness. I f- I feel like one day I'll just like I'll write people. I just want to write, write people's log lines for them. Hey, like, hey, I need a log line. <laughs> Be like, well, you need one in how long? Thirty seconds. Don't worry, I got you. <laughs> I have a I have an issue where I'm trying to like put all my thoughts together and I can't, and then it's like thirty seconds. I'm like, screw it. Yeah. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, go. Um, the oh shit, the. Uh, discovery of a human ear sets a investigation by a curious young man and he meets a troubled singer and a group of just weird ass criminals (laughs) (laughs) and discovers another man with no ear (laughs) Um, more than one man with so, yeah. I, I did after I did think about like okay we're gonna have to do a log line on that and I was like man I kind of want to just say that he's like an aspiring investigator slash um, this curious young boy uh, yeah. pervert <laughs> like an, aspi- yeah. an aspiring yeah pervert I don't know I felt like that's kind of what- weird I, I, I expected him to be a pervert just because it's a David Lynch movie I'm not saying David Lynch is a pervert like just the weirdness of it I think I, ex- I, expect, yeah. I think you I'll, need to yeah it's not well, a David Lynch film unless it is kind of pervy like and I also think like from the get go you're like alright this movie is weird like just from the shots like even like him like pulling up to the high school it was such a weirdly framed like you're like getting this off center like behind the both of them and it's kind of pointed up and yeah. it's just it's like what? the whole few thing is just so okay. off center oh wait, you gotta, you gotta say the actual log line i think i win this one this, this, i think this is the closest i i i've come to a log line from imdb the discovery of a severed human ear <laughs> found in the field field leads a young man on an investigation related to a beautiful mysterious nightclub singer in a group of psychopathic <laughs> criminals who have kidnapped her child. Good grief. What? Are you writing log lines for IMDb now, Jeff? Dude, I think it's a sour beer. That's <laughs> where you get your power. Are you sh- Let's go back and listen to mine. I think mine was pretty pretty close to that. <laughs> Hold on. Roll the tape. So where was the ter- where was the point where there it explained that yes, he was a so college excited. student? Because he was like I I think Well, I think he was at the beginning of the I'm movie to, whenever they were like, Hey, okay. you're back from school already. Okay. And then he was like, Yeah, I had to because Alright. What 
So just really quick before we go any further, I just have to say something about my TV. I think the dialogue on my TV, <laughs> I, I need a sound bar because I have to rewind movies all the time because the 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 mixing of the of the audio with the dialogue, like it's so off that I have to go back and listen. And the whole time I was like, is he in high school or is he in college? <laughs> We're gonna get a Patreon go and Kickstarter whatever, get you a sound God, bar. Man, yeah. Please, I am like Kickstart it for him. So I have to. I do it so much oh. when I watch movies, like really listen. That like I struggled through True Detective. I had the same question. Like, well, I'm surprised you don't have one yet. I've been waiting, but I'm just letting you guys know. Yeah. That's why I asked so many questions about <laughs> uh, the movies. I did have that question too. Like, is he? She? Sandy is senior high school. Yes. Okay. That's that's what, what I got out of it. Then yeah, I figured he would be a little y- older than Sandy. Right. Plus, he's um, never in school, so yeah. <laughs> but he's got a cool earring, though, dude. He had he's rocking up that Michael Jordan God. hoop, <laughs> that Harrison Ford hoop. God. Um, so, where, where do we start? I just want to know where we're going to start with this movie. So, w- w- <laughs> 1986, it was released. Yes. Hey, man, yeah, I was two. That's a great. Uh, were you born even, yet? No, I was. Brian was. I was born. a sparkle in my mother's eye. Dude, I was. I was born that year. That's also the year Top Gun came out. <laughs> Just those. Oh, I sent you that gift earlier today too. Yep. Yes, so. ma'am. Eighty-six. <laughs> uh, Do you know what the budget for this movie was? No. Uh, it was. It was right after. Well, it was. I'm gonna say under ten million. I want to say you're right. It was like, this was like. I don't see why it cost that much. Besides that, this actors. was a studio movie, but it was, or it was supposed to be a studio movie, and then he brought it to the studio, and they were like, "Hell no, not with this script." Yeah. And so I think he just found somebody who was like, "Yeah, we'll make it." I mean, he still had some big, big names in it. So. Well, not big at the time. Yeah. Though. True. Well, I guess Dennis, Dennis Hopper, Hopper was, but. Yeah, can you imagine? Dennis Hopper was crazy. This Dude, movie. this is full Dennis Hopper in this movie, I, and I am for it. I, like I know, like I know he does terrible things in yeah. that movie, but that is one crazy good character. I, I know this is, it's not a comedy, but every time Dennis Hopper says anything or yells something, I was laughing my ass off. Yeah, I'm kind of with you, on especially that. with well, the, the 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 Heineken PBR <laughs> scene. Well, it's comical. Yeah, yeah. What's funny is that originally in the script, um, th- whenever he huffs the amyl nitrate, yeah, it was originally supposed to be helium, but mm. Dennis Hopper had like an, uh, a drug addict as like a consultant on the movie, and he was like, helium wouldn't do anything for it. like it wouldn't change his mindset at all Just give you, you know really high it wouldn't influence. make him like much more creepy but amyl nitrate apparently would yeah so Rachel, can yeah. you imagine all of those scenes with him with just like a super high pitched one yeah uh, that makes sense that'd yeah. be, that would just be too funny yeah well I think that's the thing is like the movie is pretty funny like it's Which dark is, if you watch it today to, yeah I think what, but what about at the time was it I don't feel like that was supposed yeah. to be. There's no, no way that was supposed to be funny. No, no, no. no. But the, like the Heineken thing, I was laughing out loud at. Maybe because I'm thinking about Dennis Hopper and other roles, and right? him there just yelling at, <laughs> at people and and just dude, chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm glad you picked this movie because I'm not familiar at all with David Lynch's 
career in mm-hmm. his filmography. Yeah. All I know is that from like interviews I've seen. By by the way, he has a, he has a master class now. Yeah. Um, which just is, came out. God, I I'm kind of in, yeah intrigued by that. Mm. What 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 step by step pointers can you tell people about your your uh, your, your method? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm pretty sure it's all gonna be kind of just out there. Well, he's really, really big on uh, transcendental meditation. Yeah. That's like he says that that's like the root of all creativity. And he's really big on that and just kind of exploring um, as far as your conscience yeah. can go, you know. Um, but, you, so I've I've seen Mulholland Drive. Mm-hmm. So fucking lost that movie. And then. <laughs> Well, I watched this. I've I've uh, I've never seen Twin Peaks, but I I I keep hearing it's pretty good. Yeah. Um. But the thing I know about David Lynch is, I know he was a painter before he was a filmmaker. Right. And that kind of ties in. I don't know. It kind of makes sense to me how 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 weird his his art is. Yeah, you know, yeah. Mm. I feel like he's one of those filmmakers where I'm not making, I'm, I don't make films for anyone. I make films for myself, type of. Oh yeah, I mean that's what I get from him. Yeah, right? yeah. But, but yeah. at the same time, he hasn't. He made a name for himself like yeah. that, to where he. Yeah, can yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm. I'll probably watch all these movies now. But yeah, you're right about Blue Velvet being. It's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a straightforward narrative. Mm. You know, would, you know. Some touches of just weird, just dark, 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 uncomfortable shit. Yeah, and he he wrote the entire movie after listening to the song "Blue Velvet." Like that was his entire inspiration for the movie. Was there was something because, and I love the song "Blue Velvet." What am I? I mean, Lana Del Rey does a great cover of it, but um. But it is one of those weird songs where it's like a straightforward song, but there's something yeah. like really, really weird and like mysterious yeah. behind it, like the way it's sung and and they do it perfectly in that movie. But it's it's considered a it's it's a, it's a cult film. Right? Blue Velvet, yeah. Oh yeah. So was, like Criterion Collections is releasing it yeah. next month. So which makes it interesting to me because I mean this is not if 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 you play this in. Like Indiana or like just normal kind of you know Midwest you know town, and I don't think people are gonna be like fuck yeah Blue Velvet. I cannot wait to see that. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 thinking more. Of, yeah, they probably be like perv, <laughs> <laughs> you pervert. I'm, I'm I'm thinking more of his art, his painting background to where just the art art moviegoers in cities like L.A., New York, mm. you know, bigger cities like that actually made this film yeah the the yeah the cult film that it is today mm. here let me open this beer real quick second beer the second beer yeah all right this one is gonna be the gigantic by the way before you do that you're right just i gotta just keep drinking this hour now it's <laughs> it's better right Delicious, yeah right? jesus christ give me is this more in there <laughs> But this is called the Fantastic Voyage, and I'll pass. I'm gonna pour it just myself. Yeah. And then I'm gonna pass it around to you guys so you can take a look at the label real quick. But I have a theory about David Lynch. So yes, he is art. Like he 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 was originally an artist, but 
no matter how kind of strange or dark he goes, there's there's some visceral reaction that he invokes in people. Yeah. And I think it, like, I think on the surface, it looks like it's way too, like, way too messed up for the masses. But I think there's something about it that, like, it's not human. Like, when you watch that movie, none of those characters, you're like, oh, I know somebody like that. Like, all of them. Like, and it's just the way that he writes and the way that he talks. Like, you feel like every one of those characters is from another world. Like, a little bit. Like, even Majority, it, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's like, it's just, there's something a little bit off about it. And I think that, like, it's, I think that's how he's able to, like, get people to kind of distance themselves from yeah. the material and just watch it, like, I see like not saying. putting themselves in their shoes because right, you're like, yeah. well, that's not like anybody that's a good, I've ever seen. That's a really seen. good point. I see what you're saying because, yeah, I never once ever feel like yeah. it's relatable or like you're like, yeah. or like it's you're even in spot. Like, you, you could picture yeah. yourself in that situation. Yeah. You're like, it's so, I don't want to say it's far. It's almost like outsider art. You yeah, know? yeah. It's kind of like The Room. Right. You know, when you watch The Room and yeah. you're like, holy cow. <laughs> but, I mean, that's a very yeah. extreme example but i uh it's an, one of those art house films where i don't know i've i've i'm i've seen films like that you know um uh, that are for me i felt like very kind of pretentious mm-hmm. just to be able to call yourself you know um uh in that category but just I don't know, like knowing David Lynch's background, I feel like everything he, this movie was very like deliberate. Mm-hmm. It kind of concerns me. Because <laughs> I mean, this is this, well, this is the way he thinks. I think, but it's because it's creep like in border like creepy to you or what? Like, uh, yeah, like the, like the the whole like yeah. Well, I mean, okay, not it's I don't know, I, it's not uh uh. Not a conventional way of of filmmaking, but I understand the weirdness. Mm-hmm. Right. Some movies, I just okay. This is just they're just doing this to be weird, to be random. But this one, it's I under like the 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 first scene is like you see is you know beautiful white picket fans, you know, uh, just a happy family, just dad just watering you know the yard. And everything's happy, tulips, whatever roses. Then it just goes down on the ground, the grass, and the music just kind of sets it up. And you see the close up of you know, like the Beatles, the Beatles the, you know, attacking that, that, each other. That made me like, very uncomfortable. Un- very comfortable. <laughs> yeah, well, especially with the audio too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's it's weird, but I, I understand why he's he's doing it. Mm. Yeah. He wants to. I don't know. I just yeah. feel like he's trying. I don't know if it's it's not shock value, but it's no, it's, no, no, no. It's just like it's a pretty it's, easily accessible me- metaphor. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's like okay, I get it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like yeah. you say it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. By the way, this beer is good. This is really good. G- gigantic by oh, gigantic brewing company called Fantastic, Fantastic Voyage. Voyage. Which is what our boy went on. It's crazy to see the young Laura Dern uh, and young Kyle McLaughlin. Is that a, how you say his yeah. name? But um, is he, yeah, is he anyway related to Sarah? 
I don't know. I don't think I've ever even thought. I don't I think that. so because Sarah McLaughlin's like spelled with a G. Uh, McLaughlin, McLaughlin. Anyway, <laughs> um, does he but, yeah. does he ever smile in the movie? <laughs> I start. I I don't think so. I, I was don't know. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Maybe he's at the bar yeah. and he's listening I, to her play music. I don't even, I was started thinking. I was like, does he ever smile in a movie? Okay. It's another thing that yeah. uh, I caught up with a movie. Okay. Brad talking about the age thing. So she's high, she's senior high school, right? Yeah. Uh, and he's maybe, well, he's in college. Yeah. yeah. Then he go to a bar to drink. Is ba- back then is the yeah. drinking well, age. A lot of states were like ah, 18 okay. and Some up. were still 18. Okay. So. Yeah. Like Kansas, I know was. I'm with you. That's the other thing that threw me up because I think when I saw that was when I was like, "Wait, are so, they?" So when it when it happened, like, is she see, freshman college? Seeing that, like, that looks like a high school. And then cutting, and then if you would think, oh, they're and then seeing the yeah. shot of them at the dance. Well, like, yeah. you, it was also supposed to be in the fifties, based in the fifties or the sixties, right? Definitely the fifties from yeah. the car he was driving. Yeah, yeah. that da- that ambulance, the ambulance, yeah. <laughs> the guy waving. Like in the side of the uh, fire truck or whatever. Right, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything was like Pleasantville. Yeah. Back then. <laughs> um, it's the with without that narrative, I think I'll probably be so confused and bored out of my mind. But it, he did a good uh, a good job of 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 setting up. He you know as soon as he 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 he, he discovers the the severed. Here. Mm. I was like, okay, we got a mystery, mm-hmm. and that kind of what made me stuck, in you know, yeah, all the way through. But, um, but now I'm I'm interested in like watching like a uh, um uh some of his other movies, see if it's yeah. I I really like David Lynch. I like his. I love Twin Peaks. I thought that was a great show. The newer season is. Have you seen really it? out there? Oh yeah, <laughs> but it's really good. Um, like Lost Highway was really good. Wild at oh, Heart was right. his Nick Cage movie. That was great. Um, did he do Dune? Ma- no. Wait. Yes, he did. But it was a horrible, horrible experience for him. The like, same Dune I'm thinking about. He, the old Dune. The one that's being remade by Denis. Yeah, yeah. Because okay, so I know the story on this now. So. He did Dune and then didn't have Final Cut. Oh. So the studio took it away from him and made that. And, okay, this is how Blue Velvet was made. So Dino De Laurentiis, which was like a big Hollywood producer, was like basically whenever he pitched Blue Velvet, was they were like, nobody's going to pick this up. And David Lynch was like, I will work for like nothing and I, I'll just work for back end points if you can get this funded so they found a studio to agree to basically he got paid nothing for directing it and then he would only make money off if the movie made money and the movie was like a blockbuster hit it made tons of money <laughs> huh. can you imagine I can't seem to put, put my finger Mr. Lynch here it's like it's a chameleon he's like. crazy but uh yeah, so I, I I like most of his work. I do not like Eraserhead, which is see, like his is supposed see. to be his like masterpiece and like yeah. all this stuff. I just 
I felt like that was, I just felt so, I can watch a movie and feel uncomfortable as long as I feel like I'm understanding what's going on <laughs> and I yeah. couldn't and I just felt uncomfortable the entire time. The entire time. Yeah. Uh, like even Mulan and Drive, like there's something that like, I don't know, it's, even though I don't completely get it, like I feel yeah, I wouldn't things even, whenever I watch it. Like, whole, yeah, I wasn't like, I think Mulan and Drive just leaves me more confused. Yeah. Yeah. But I uh and, and bringing back to Blue Velvet, I understood why the the lady singer, what's her name again? Hmm? Uh, her her character, the singer. What is her name? I know I'm bad. Come on, her last name Val something. Val, I don't know. Yeah, but I when when he when he, he um Jeffrey got caught, you know, hiding in a closet. Um, after the Dennis Hopper extravaganza just happened, <laughs> Dorothy. Dorothy. Yeah, I understood why she felt like so like weird and like, like I don't know. It's like he she, she seemed very just lost, mm. and and I understand Jeffrey's character being like what the fuck are you doing this is weird you know I, I don't want to do this because he I mean in the beginning he he's kind of like you know he's just a normal guy mm. finds it finds it in the ears like oh take it to the cops yeah also if you find something why would you pick it up and oh, take it to the police station I know he cares about there's plat paper bag I was like that was really so, weird of him. There's a few things like that. Officer, the here's an ear. Let me see. Not even just That's an ear. All right. Where'd <laughs> yeah. you find it? <laughs> yeah, like he actually like picked. I thought he was gonna like grab out the bag and then yeah. like grab like a something else to shovel it into oh, the he bag. Straight picked he, up the he ear. Straight contaminated the evidence. Oh yeah. But uh, but anyway. then and even like his curiosity, like yeah, they, they they answer that question really quick. He's like, oh, you're you're like I was when I was. Uh, or uh, you know that's how I was at your yeah. age. Yeah, so it's like a yeah. young detective. Like that, yeah, right. that established to that. So um, it's a. I mean, it's a pretty straightforward like detective story. It is, you know? yeah. And it's, but it's all shown through the yeah. lens of David Lynch, and you get those weird like dream dream sequences. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, where, that's one of my favorite parts is when they do the uh, uh, Roy Orbison song in dreams. And the guy. Oh, when they're at the lip syncing uh, it into the light bulb. What, yeah, was that a bar? Was that a, a dude's a, someone's apartment? The this is it. This is this it looks, It was a bar it. on the exterior, <laughs> yeah, apartment but, on the interior. Well, I think yeah. it was. It was supposed to be like a dream sequence. So, like it wasn't oh, actually okay. happening. Cause this, wait, that whole scene. That's what I was. God, see, I thought I thought that. Whoa, actually, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, <laughs> that, okay, that's what I want to oh, talk about. If that's okay. what's going on. If that's that makes sense because I paused. Pause it in in the scene where Dennis Hopper just yelled like, like let's let's fuck or something. Right. Then he just disappeared in the frame. Right. Yeah. He does. He disappears and it cuts to the next scene. But I kind of just took that. Okay, this is David Lynch. Movie. I thought it was. I, yeah, I thought that was. <laughs> no, like a, it's supposed to. I think this is supposed okay. to be a dream sequence. Okay. Now it makes sense. Oh well, not God. really, but yeah, <laughs> it makes sense in a David Lynch kind of yeah. way. Wait. So were those. Okay. Interesting. Now I like have more questions. Because <laughs> I mean, not all those questions have answers. Wait, because that's the location that they went to to find the 
the little boy in the end, right? Yeah, but I think that was like a foreshadowing dream that he like was basically yeah, yeah. getting a glimpse into this place. Crazy. So it's okay. It's, I mean, I can see that it's the little boy that was kidnapped, right? Not the father. I don't think they really did they ever acknowledge that what the, happened to the father, other than his ears mm-hmm. gone. I mean, I, I think we're just dead. assuming that he's just supposed to be dead. Yeah, yeah that's okay. What I thought. okay. Okay, that makes sense. Nobody really cared about that father. Anyway. <laughs> no, that's no one really. She didn't even care no, about. She didn't. one bit. She just wanted her boy back. Mm. But God, those Dennis Hopper scenes though. That's well, hardcore, man. The whole dream sequence, if that's what yeah. it is, or whatever. That, was he was he nominated for something for that movie? I don't think so. Was David Lynch nominated for that movie? No, I heard, no? I heard Dennis was nominated for Pervious. Yeah, Pervious Perv, yeah. bad guy in a movie. What was he inhaling? Amyl nitrate. Okay. Yeah. What did he take in that dream sequence? Same thing, but just tablet form. I don't know. Um, don't even that's know. So he took Probably something and he whatever had, you want it to fuck. be. <laughs> <laughs> he just went genie and disappeared. <laughs> so you know what I found more disturbing? Because I feel like he establishes who he is. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. So you're like, okay, I First expect scene. this. But his crew, those guys, they're the ones that creep me out more because I'm like. You're just watching all this. Yeah. You're I don't know. I felt like I'm like well, you're witnessing this happen and that's like another like that's like a comment on a comment where yeah. it's like, you know, it's like if you just stand around and let this happen, right. like you're just you're almost you're worse, you Yeah, know? you're worse yeah. like Yeah, so the whole time but but I mean they still laughed about stuff and they're like giving them a hard yeah. time, but I was like they seem very normal at times, other than yeah. the fact that they're letting it happen. Yeah. But I was just like, man, they're just <laughs> so weird. It's so just like the, you know, the the sex scenes where she she would say, hit me, hit me. <laughs> like, I'm not going to hurt you. The, then he hit her. <laughs> <laughs> then another we, weird so, sequence happened. He's confused about it because he's. I'm fucking confused about it. He, <laughs> he, but he does it, then he's upset about it. Yeah, but he, I mean, it's, yeah. it's like he's trying to explore his sexuality a little bit, but it's not going he's, in the way he wants but it did, to. Did you, I feel like he had his own issues, just like Dennis Hopper. Yeah, I feel like. Oh, that, totally. That, I think well, that's the creepy part where you're yeah. like, because even at the very end of the movie, everyone's like, after it's all everything's you've finished, he's like with the family, and he's just like smile. That's what he smiles actually. Mm. He's smiling and it's just like everything's normal. I'm like, no, nah, man. Nah, you went yeah, some he's shit. like, you did some weird stuff to yeah. yourself. When uh, yeah. uh, when uh, Sandy asked her in a car, I don't know if you're an a investigator or just a pervert or something. Then he answered with something, something. Right. Like, you, you, I don't know. He said, he didn't say yes or no. He, like, you'll figure it out. Or yeah, he yeah. handed him something. He's he smiled in a very creepy way. And then he walked back creepy and then tapped the door, like, mm, yeah. you'll find out. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Well, like in a way, like that's pretty smart because it's like you know, like yeah. Sometimes, uh, sometimes a good guy's a creep too. (laughs) Yeah, man, this be a good like Me Too movie. That's probably why Criterion Collection is releasing it though. Pervs, pervs are people. (laughs) Well, it's not. It's not that they're a good guy. It's just they seem like a good guy, but actually they got like some pretty depraved stuff going on. You could definitely see the time frame too, because Sandy was there. Yeah. Uh, like even like after all that happened, she found out and she was upset. She's talking to him on the phone. She's like, "I forgive you." Like immediately mm. forgave him. 
Like, He's like, I love you. I love you. I love you. I forgive you. And a naked lady walks in. <laughs> and her boyfriend, uh, what was his name? Mike. Uh, Mike. Whatever, oh. he, whatever he came up. Poor I, Mike. I like how he was ready he was to throw just, down. Yeah. And then he's like, ah, my bad. Dude. <laughs> Sorry, there's some weird yeah. shit going on. This is weird for me. <laughs> Mike's like, hey, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just play football. Right. Oh, man. It's, the movie is, I'm so confused by the movie, but at the same time, I understood the movie. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think the, I know, I think, yeah, Ryan's right. It's very like, just, yeah. Very, Kind of on the it's an on the nose like yeah. detective story like, yeah. but like all of the stuff that it's, happens yeah. in between the storyline right. that's really yeah. where it's like whoa, and the it, it was a good ending it kind of wrapped everything up for me mm. and her like you know right. seeing her 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 child and all this stuff and him taking uh, replacing his dad's. Uh, you know that the first thing he's like watering the, the yard or whatever. Mm. Right. So that kind of yeah, it, it's a good, it's a good wrap up mm. for, and for a uh, um what I'm used to as far as stories. I mm. actually thought it was going to end earlier, and I was like kind of like in which scene, what uh, part? I just I felt like at the very end there was a lot of scenes like they cut to a lot of different scenes, and I was like, is this over now? I just mm. expected. I don't know why because. I think it's because it's David yeah. Lynch. So I thought maybe the movie just be, might be kind of open ended, but then yeah, no, that wraps it up. And yeah. I was like, okay, I feel better now. Yeah, like, yeah. I have like a resolution to all this. Stuff. But because like movies, well, no, <laughs> I was about to say I feel like his movies end. I mean, like pretty, his... but then I was like, but then there's Mulholland Drive. So <laughs> right, which is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, st- that movie, but broke my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Still to this day. <laughs> I should watch it again. Yeah, I, I kind of well, I kind of want to go through Twin Peaks again. Is, is it Good healthy show. to do a David Lynch marathon? Yes, <laughs> Twin Twin Peaks is fine to, to marathon. Yeah, as far as watching a Racerhead though, I you gotta like prep yourself for that movie. I wouldn't watch more than like two of his movies in a row, but I'd watch that show. I went to a. Uh, uh, an AFS event. It was for uh, 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 Link. Oh yeah, I forgot you told me about yeah, that. Yeah, so it's Linklater. Uh, uh, Linklater picked his top short films, then they screened it AFS, and one of them is David Lynch. Holy shit! I forgot what it was. It's about a girl who's who is. It seemed like she's stuck in the in a bedroom, dark. And a plant or some sort, a tree started growing and ended up uh, talking to her and and turned out to be like this plant monster. And now she's like relying on this mon- plant monster to make her decisions for her. It was weird. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, his, his short films are really, really out there. One of my favorites that I've ever seen was like, it's like, I think it's called, like, I can't remember what it's called. Called, like, The Burn Victim or something like that. And it's just, like, the whole thing takes place. And it's this person in a wheelchair. And they're, like, undoing these bandages on her legs. And she's, like, writing this letter. And so, like, you're hearing, like, the voiceover of the letter. And you're just, like, watching this scene happen. Like, nothing, like, really happens. You're just watching this, like, 
basically like nurse like clean out all oh. these bandages. It's like it's so unsettling. That's so yeah, disturbing. It's like it's like you're sitting there and you're like, what? But yeah, I mean, they, he's a, he's his own dude, you know. Oh, absolutely. I think, and then, <laughs> I think that's why you got to respect him. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like, like I said, it's it it it. I. I my 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 uh um analogy of of David Lynch's film well from from Blue Velvet it's I go back to him being a painter it's when you when you see a a painting you just kind of either you like oh I don't get it or you do like oh shit this make me feel shit yeah hmm. you know it's uh people say like oh ja- you see Jackson Pollock some people are like oh I can what's what's a big deal about it's just splatter of colors but some people it it elicits certain yeah response reaction yeah. yeah and i feel like for blue velvet or well just for david lynch films it's it's mm. like that it's either you you get it or you get confused or you don't get it do you ever do you ever do you ever look at a jackson pollock painting <laughs> i don't know what you're gonna say and just like think to yourself like man this is what my bed looks like with the black light on. Dude, all the time. <laughs> you don't say no. that. <laughs> That's a uh, galaxy. Guardians yeah, of the yeah, Galaxy yeah. stolen joke. Yeah. Um, Except it was the ship, right? Or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It was too good not to say. Yeah, you sent me up there. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Um. No, I. I mean, David Lynch is. Have you ever seen the video of it's called David Lynch making quinoa? No, no. <laughs> you gotta watch it. It's just a tutorial video about John or uh, David Lynch making quinoa, but it's like everything that you think it would be. It's yeah, just okay. I, I really watch. bizarre and it's like him telling like and it's like him like walking through the steps of how how to make quinoa and then he gets like really introspective and then yeah, it's it's oh great stuff. And he also did a um one of those ice bucket challenge videos too. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. He seems like he's a real crack up. Like honestly, if you like hear him talk. Here's, okay, so here's go ahead. I was gonna say something about that, but uh, I read his book a few years ago called "Catching the Big Fish," and it's all about meditation and about how it can help you and stuff like that. And like they were, there's like one chapter, and it's called "The Key in the Box," and. It was like a lot of people ask me in Mulholland Drive what the key in the box or what is inside the that key box, and then he just says, "I don't know," and then just moves on. <laughs> I don't think he wants. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I think it's partly yeah. that he just doesn't want people to know, but I also think part of it is just him messing with people. And like Nick Cage, when he did that Q and A after that movie that I saw him in, um, he was like talking about how and that's what everybody says about him is how nice he is and like how pleasant he is on set yeah like apparently all of his sets are just like super happy and he's like cracking jokes and like making sure that everybody shows up to work happy and like even in his book he talks about like how like directors shouldn't be like 
beating people up or yelling at people. Right. It just doesn't create a good work environment. He's like, everybody should be happy. This should be fun. Like, we should all just be enjoying ourselves. And I'm just like, that's for the movies that he makes is just oh, yeah. so weird to like to think about that. All right, yeah. Let's get weird with this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Action. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was uh, um, uh, watching an interview. I forgot which actor was, he said something about. Yeah, like David. When when I I got inside with David, he was like, "Oh, hey, how's it going? You, you doing all right? Cool. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good day today." <laughs> and just hearing that, and he says something about just just hearing how he talks to me, talk and talk to the rest of the people on set, and thinking about the movies that he makes, mm. it does not make any sense. <laughs> but I think that's it, man. I think dude's like super happy. Seems to be like pretty well adjusted. He just like goes into the darkest recesses yeah. of his mind I mean, and pulls out these scripts, you know, stories and art. He's, he's a true artist. Yeah. yeah. But he's able to separate himself yeah. from it. And that's the goal. This is the goal. You don't get too, you, you only consumed. No, you don't, you know? <laughs> so what'd you guys think? Start rating these bad boys. All right. I'm going to go last. I'm gonna go last. So do you want, to, you want me to go first? Sure. Oh man! All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Do the beer first. Um, beer. Yeah. So how do you say this one? Fugarillo. 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 I don't know. Oh, is this an Austin, Texas beer? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I missed that. Where's this from? Witchcraft. Shout out to Jody. Witchcraft at <laughs> Witchcraft ATX. I, don't know where it, I, don't, I honestly didn't look at it that much. Made in Texas. Sorry, I was trying to find the brewery. Um, oh, he said they're brand new. I think. Yeah, that's what I was trying to find. All right. So anyway, brand specking new. Um, I'm gonna give this sour. It's, sorry, I'm taking a while. A Naga Viper. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty good. The movie? Uh, no, let me rate this beer. Don't rate the movie. Gigantic. Man. Fantastic voyage. I don't know if it's... Yeah. Can I have another sip of it? Yeah. Actually. Yeah, there's plenty. <laughs> left. Let's say we're not running low. That's a good sour, though. I like it. This is the longest the review I've ever had. <laughs> Take a little sip of that gigantic. A little, a little bit more. I think I'm gonna do Naga Viper for both beers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I like them. They're good. And then um, I'm gonna go Trinidad Scorpion for the movie. Okay. All right. All right. Give me some of that gigantic. All right, I, I can go right now. Um, I'm gonna rate. Fugurio? Mm -hmm. Sour beer. Ghost pepper. That's high for a sour beer for me. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Six out of ten. The Fantastic Voyage Gigantic Brewing Company. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me take a sip of that again. I'm going to give that Naga Viper. Yeah. It's, uh, I can drink that. Yeah. Um, 
for the movie, I'm gonna give the movie a Naga Viper. Yeah. Seven out of ten. Alright, I'm gonna give the sour Trinidad Scorpion. Mm. Gigantic, I'm gonna give it a Naga Viper. And then the movie, I'm gonna give it a Trinidad Scorpion. Eight out of ten. Boom. Boom. It's definitely a movie. It's just, I didn't tell you this is my first time watching it. Yeah, you too, it's my right? first time watching it. So I can see myself rewatching this movie and appreciating it more and yeah. more. It's definitely mm. a cult movie. Oh yeah. So like, I, I know like after watching, it, I'm like now I'm like I kind of want to go back and watch certain scenes and then go back. I and just want to go back and watch all Dennis Hopper scenes. Right. Oh yeah. So I think I think over time I'm actually gonna like. I'm not saying they're good scenes, yeah. <laughs> but I've heard a lot about it. I, I've always it's yeah. one of those movies that well besides you mentioning, yeah, you know we should watch it. Other people have mentioned it. Have you ever seen Blue Velvet? Have you ever seen it? And I'm like, I need to watch that movie. Mm. So, good choice. Good yeah, choice. I'm glad no, you, I'm, I, I'm I, glad well, you picked I, it. I was, I was on the fence about this one or another movie, which I'll do at some point. But with, with you know, Criterion Collection doing their release, and it's on Hulu now, and I think it's on, it was on another service as well. So I was like, man, people are going to be able yeah. to see this right now. Yeah, so I, uh, we need to do this while I, we can. I'm glad you, yeah, you picked it because I, I don't think I would, I would never, I would have ever watched this movie. Just kind of no, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think I would have just said how blue velvet. I'm going to yeah. watch it. Well, but and people, also, I always send you guys that, um, that, um, that video, the PBR ad. Where Dennis Hopper oh, yeah. is yelling in yeah. it. That's why I wanted that context to finally make sense. Yeah. No. As soon as I heard, that's why when I heard that, I was like, okay, <laughs> thank you. This is what we've been waiting yeah. for. I knew. I definitely knew what these. The uh, actually, I thought you were going to do PBR for the beer. Well, oh, I, I yeah, expected that's what I beer, thought. Yeah. So this whole time, I, was I like, thought I know. about it, but I was like, "We're craft beer, like we're a craft beer yeah. review show. We need to stick to the to the you know." I mean, I got these. these stay on the brand. original craft beer from the 1800s. <laughs> I like I like the 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 two beer options. Yeah, though. man. I, I like I'm having, pretty pretty happy with how this J- turned out. Jody really set the bar when he brought in five beers, and even Dusty when he brought in yeah. how many same amount or something yeah so now i'm like so i like to bring in yeah. like i'm like maybe i need to bring in two beers next time well or, i think it's just like if you're gonna bring in bombers it doesn't make sense to bring in two of the same one right you yeah, know and, you. and like like try something different yeah, yeah. you spend that yeah. kind of money try exactly so well it's nice to be back yeah good to be back boys episode 58 gosh i thought music was playing it was <laughs> well <laughs> You want to close this out? Yeah. Close this out, Ryan. No, you go ahead and close this out, and um, then I'll, I'll play the, the tune. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, apologize, we apologize for the uh, the little break there, but uh, we'll back on, or, you know, we're back on track. 59 next week. And, uh, yeah, just keep on listening to the Spice Boys podcast. We're back on our shit. We're back on our shit. Uh, go like us on uh, Instagram. Um, go follow us on all the Twitter. on everything. Yeah. Oh wait, uh, say it again. Act, act a little more excited about that. Me? Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, everyone out there, you spicy listeners! <laughs> if you haven't subscribed, go uh, to Spotify. Check us out. Go to Podbean. Go to iTunes. You know, listen to the Spicy Boys podcast. Go to our Instagram. We're still looking for more followers God. out there. We have 99 posts. We're going to post 100 soon. Thank you for listening. Go get some beer. 
Uh, try the beers that we had tonight. Go well, watch Blue Velvet. I, I watch it on Prime, but it's on Hulu too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Give a shout it, out to my brother Gabby for giving me the Prime Prime access. And, it, and if you ever, you know, can't find a movie. You know, send us a shout. Maybe we can find it for you. There's a lot of apps out there that show you uh, where things are playing. And if but, you have Spotify Premium, you already get Hulu. So it's a new thing. So you can listen to Spice Boys podcast and watch Spice Boys movies. Boom! I like oh, that. There you go. That's it. So thanks for listening, everybody. Episode 58. Oh, Spicy Boys out. <laughs> <laughs>